my time. How are you? Hello, I'm good. I'm good. Another week, another episode. Happy to be here. Yes, yes, yes. Um, today's episode was called Trick or Treat. So we get a Halloween episode in July, which is a bit strange. <laughs> um, but it is what it is. Um, so we're on episode five of And Just Like That, our instant reaction podcast to the new Sex and the City revival. I hope you guys all had a good week. What did you think of this week's episode? I want to say boring. A lot was happening, but I don't know. It just still felt a little... I wouldn't say a filler episode, but I guess that's what it is. Just a filler episode, not a lot go... I don't know. I can't say not a lot going on. A lot was going on, but it was just kind of mad for me, I guess. Oh, <laughs> that's so funny. It was definitely my favorite episode of the season so far, by far. That's so okay. funny. <laughs> I well, liked it because like- um, they weren't. I felt like they weren't trying too hard, like other episodes. It just felt okay. a bit more measured, and that people are just kind of letting it flow with the characters and sort of forcing all the other episodes. I felt like they're forcing things on me. So, like either okay. forcing comedy or forcing this, everything just seemed more chill to me. And it reminded me a bit of, like, a more self-assured season. So, yeah. I'll take it. I'm just glad that you liked it. So, I'll take <laughs> it. But, yeah. So, um, there's some things... We're just going to discuss things that stood out to us um, throughout the episode. <laughs> I wanted to say, how depressing is it that Creep by TLC is, like, super, super, super old-school song? That LTW and Anthony were dancing to, but it still sounds good. I'm actually like their dancing scene. Anthony's got moves too. <laughs> yeah, it was um pretty good. They yeah. started with uh Miranda and still doing that sham of going back and forth. Do we know if she's still in the Brooklyn house that they purchased in Sex in the City, or have they moved? I don't know. Like to somewhere else in Brooklyn, right? Yeah, because eventually, I mean, I I had that question before they started talking about it, and then they said, they mentioned the Brooklyn, and I was just thinking, like, I wonder, because they put a lot of work, like, towards the end of Sex and the City, into mm-hmm. making that house, and I just randomly wondered, like, is that the same house, or? It probably is, because I feel like if they had an opportunity to move, they'll probably move out of Brooklyn, unless Miranda grew to love Brooklyn. Well, they're still right? in Brooklyn. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Oh, so okay. if they if it was a different house, they would have probably moved out of Brooklyn. Or oh, okay. you know, do do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess. I'm just assuming it's no the idea. same house. <laughs> well, we might have our answer in the movies because I definitely don't remember anything. I mean, I remember some, but I don't remember that fact. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. She said my I've touched on it, but yeah, I mean, yesterday. I saw a thing where Outcast uh, Heya was 20 years old, to your point. Of 20? Like an old school. And I'm like, yeah, it's just, it is what it is. 2003, I guess. Yeah. 20 years. Oh my yeah. God. We're so old. So, yeah. It's crazy that Creep is, but it's not. I thought it was a nice touch. Like, mm. they could have used any song, you know, for them to dance. Yeah, that they had. <laughs> Anthony and LTW actually danced to that song, and it was great. So it was a good Halloween party, and it was it funny. It was fun, right? 
like yeah. actual fam. Go Charlotte. Charlotte still got it. But Sorry, her, her and Harry absolutely ridiculous for them to come as the Jennings from the Americas. Because I'm like, you people are not serious. Who's going to recognize you in your regular outfits? And it's her party as well. It just made me laugh. And that, that was a recurring a, bit, but it made me laugh. That is a show that is so niche, which is so funny because um, over on our Autocall podcast, I can't remember. Honestly, guys, I have conversations with Nana. I have conversations with Aid. I don't know what's on the podcast or what's in real life anymore. But we were <laughs> having a conversation about what a niche show is. Okay. And I feel like The Americans is a huge, big, good example of what a niche show is. Like a show that my definition is like it's popular, but it's just not popular where like it's like, oh, yeah, almost everybody watched that show. Like, well, like everyone's diplomat- heard of it, even if they haven't watched it. right? They haven't watched it. Yeah. Yeah. When The Diplomat came out, I was so shocked by the number of people who'd never seen the Americans. People were like, oh, man, good to see Carrie Russell work. I'm like, what? what yeah, I saw talking? you arguing with people on Twitter, and I was like, oh, she should waste her breath. <laughs> she should have <laughs> wasted her breath, sorry. <laughs> no, I didn't really argue. I was just surprised. I was just saying, no, she was on the Americans. And then on my Instagram, I put up a poll, and I said, did you watch the Americans? And people were like, no. And I'm <laughs> like, wow. And in my world, the Americans was so, like, no, like, all the awards, all the things, and oh, not getting the recognition, but everyone knew of the Americans, so that was so surprising to me, but I am I think I was mad that during my discussion with Aid, I didn't know about the show, but this is the perfect example of what I would call a niche show, so for Charlotte and Harry to think, oh yeah, everybody's gonna know what it is, they're insane. <laughs> Do you know what, though? Like, just as a counterpoint to your argument, it's really yeah. weird that it was the Americans, because I'm no word of a lie, it was probably a Almost exactly two weeks ago at work in our little suite in the office, we were all talking about shows because I was complaining about, we're talking about Jack Ryan because a few of us in our suite yeah. watch it. And then someone's yeah. like, oh yeah, I want more shows because I like those kind of thriller. And then three people literally said the Americans <laughs> in our suite. Yeah. And I wouldn't say they're all like proper niche TV watchers. But one of them was like, yeah, I just saw this show. It's called The Americans. I'm like, of course I know The Americans. Someone said, someone else was like, oh, I watched that. Someone else said, oh, I watched that. And I think it just came up. Um, I don't know if it's on Netflix or something now. But I just thought it was really weird how shows find people. But I guess yeah. I would still wouldn't say it's popular. But I thought it was funny that three people in our little suite watched it and recommended it. Those are weird. Yeah. Yeah. Did they watch it recently or? Yes, recently. It's because of the diplomat. Oh, you so think that's what it's it on Hulu? I want to say I don't mm-hmm. think it's on. I think because it was on FX, so I think it's on Hulu. So because mm-hmm. of the diplomat, there's a whole bunch of people who are just like, oh, the Americans. Oh, okay, I'll go check it out or something like yeah. that. So and I think he took advantage, and it you know brought that up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but yeah, um, they were ridiculous. I, like, costume but the funny thing is a good costume but i'm like this is not a costume bro come on (laughs) it's the same thing as when carrie and miranda were walking down and carrie says she's i don't know the founder of cosmo and something Something, like that girly (laughs) yeah yeah miranda's like oh i just thought it was you 
And she's like, the last time you saw me wear bows and Miranda was like, Wednesday? That really made me laugh. That made me I laugh too. Like, Especially Charlotte's like, I've seen you wear that dress before. <laughs> like, don't try it. <laughs> but I'm glad like they at least dressed up. Well, Miranda didn't, but I'm glad that they at least tried. But was it just me? Was Miranda being prickly? Or I don't know. She's it's lack of sleep. She's tired. <laughs> I honestly think that's what it is. Because I've definitely been prickly all week due to lack of sleep. Don't want to chat to no one. I'm just here so I don't <laughs> get fined for everything, for every social interaction. So I feel her. I generally feel it's just lack of sleep with her. But I oh, don't know. Miranda sorry. didn't annoy me as much this episode. <laughs> I don't know. I just want her to be free from Che and then she can come back into the fold. Of me fully yeah. liking her again. Agree. Sorry, but, um, going back to, to the Americans. Mm-hmm. One last thing. Another reason why Carrie would never. I think we've established that they don't watch TV. Like Carrie doesn't even watch TV, to my knowledge. And if anybody else, it should be Miranda. Miranda used to watch a whole bunch of TV, unless yeah. that's another thing that changed. And that's true. Actually, we haven't yeah. seen her watch TV once. With this book. They're not good pop culture people. When Charlotte didn't know who Josh Hartnett was, so I guess she changed and now she knows people. But <laughs> she never used to get all the pop culture references because I think we talked about it, how people aren't really like into it. So Carrie, I'm not surprised yeah. at all. She's not a TV person. But Miranda, I thought she would. But again, could be one of those changes. Sorry, Charlotte does just, not. She seem- hasn't changed into knowing people. She only knows Americans because of the show her and Harry happen to be watching right now i think oh do you know what i mean (laughs) so that's why they're like oh we're gonna dress up as them and it won't take much effort you know yeah and you know charlotte she probably heard it was critically acclaimed so she's like yep that's it (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that is sad actually i didn't even think about that because that was such a defining trait of miranda she loves her food and her tv and we haven't seen either actually like that I was going to yeah. say, um, just a comment in general, since we're talking about Carrie's outfits. I've, have you noticed, like, when did Carrie become allergic to anything form-fitting? Because oh, I was looking I... at the outfit she showed up to, what's his name's house? Oh, what's his name got out of my head? Um, Peter Herman, but I can't remember his character's name. Um, she showed up to him in his house. I'm like, she's literally wearing an old man hobo coat. It's not really, and I get, I got the look she was going for, but I'm just like, Carrie Bradshaw, is that you? We haven't seen a single sexy dress from her. Did you have the same thought? I had that in my notes last week. I just didn't say it. I think my exact thought, my exact notes were, since when did Carrie start wearing billowy stuff? Like we're just seeing her wear moo's and mm-hmm. flowy stuff and all that, and I'm sure it has something to do with sjp herself but yeah. i wonder what it is she still looks great she still looks fantastic and i do look like i'm a fan of like billowy flowy things i like that look but it just doesn't really seem like carrie you know <laughs> or she would like swish it up like sometimes she'd wear things like that but i'm like nothing form fitting whatsoever but yeah it really stuck out at me this episode because i was looking at all the fits so i was just like girl but hey she's really leaning into the Elder awesome twin look, so <laughs> like she wanted. So I things. saw paparazzi pictures of some award show she and Matthew Broderick went to, and mm-hmm. that's about what she's wearing, also. 
So that's why I'm leaning towards a SJP type. Oh yeah, I completely agree with you. I think it's that the it's her, not the the character for sure. Yeah. Well, do we think it's believable that Rocco wants to be a model? No, it just seemed a bit random to me. But the more I thought about it, I can see it because Rock is um how old? Thirteen? Fourteen? Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah, that's normal because at that age, kids change their mind on a whim. <laughs> Something they declared cool one day is no longer cool the next. Do you know what I mean? I won't be surprised yeah. if in three, four episodes time, Rock is like, modeling is the lamest thing ever. Like, I never want to do anything like this. I just feel, yeah, it's believable now, now that I think about it. I do think it's cool that Charlotte gets to live out her stage mom, model mom fantasies with her non-binary daughter. I thought that was, yeah. like, because you'd expect it to be more Lily, right? <laughs> yeah. But do you think she spends more time with Rocco than Lily? Like, I just feel like Lily feels like a side character. Yeah, but I guess we had Lily with that stupid storyline about her selling her wardrobe to that real, real knockoff, which was a storyline. But that was it. But opinion. everything yeah. else, Rocco yeah. seems very and much And all of involved. last season was all about Rock as well. I think I did feel like Rock wanted to be a model because she seems to... Sorry, they... Oh, my God. Is she a date? I'm not sure. I'll just say they, just to be honest. So I'm sorry, guys, if you're offended. We're doing our best. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Rock seems to be in their rebellious phase, and it just seems like everything they would be against, where it's like all the attention, or the commercial, like the commercial part of it, and it's like fight the power type thing. And this is a little something I struggle with, with and just like that. A lot of the characters are not consistent to who they present them to be. Mm-hmm. So that was why when they said Rock suddenly is like so interested in all that, it uh, it threw me for a loop. You're right. When they're that age, they go back and forth. They don't really know what they want, but it just seemed like something. It's Rock just was something like, else to add to the, to yeah, the list. Like this yeah. Is not, yeah, I yeah, would not. But yeah. That's a good point. Um, I wanted to say, <laughs> is it me? Maybe it's me being like weird, but I was like, these women seem mad, mad, man hungry. Like, and the, you know, when they're discussing about like where to pick up men, and I'm just like, is there nothing else to talk about? I don't know. Is it something people just don't grow out of? I don't think you grow out of it if you're still single and wanting to be with someone because it's just a natural gravitas and then even when you're there then you start talking about I guess people just start whining about their relationship or something I don't know but it is a common trope that when women are together they're mostly talking about men whether it's dating whether it's the market or whether it's someone they're with but and also, I guess it's the center of the show, so. Yeah. I don't know why it just really jumped out at me in that scene. Because I was just like, damn. <laughs> Maybe it was the vehemence and the excitement. I was just like, okay. But hey, I guess it makes sense. It's not a judgment, but I was just like, damn. Still? 
Even that they say he. You know, when I asked when um, Miranda was being prickly was when, like, you know, they offered to take um, Naya to the bar mm-hmm. to find men. And Miranda's just like, really? I'm surprised. You? Yeah. I don't know what that meant. I think it's it also part of the problem. I'm thinking she thought Naya was above it, which I think is dumb, because what does her personal dating life have to do with her academic and professional life? She no, she really... was saying that to Carrie. Oh, okay. I thought you meant she was supposed to... Yes, I did, I did think that was weird, actually. So It's like, you've um, known Carrie. She's always chasing off that man. Please be serious. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't get why she was saying you surprised you. So I was like, is there more? Why didn't they tell us what mm-hmm. it meant? Like, what is she trying to say? Like, I guess she's sleepy, but it just seemed very... I know Miranda is judgy, but mm-hmm. I actually just didn't even understand what it meant at all. Did so, you listen to the I mean, podcast this week? They didn't talk about okay. it. was actually pretty boring. It was actually pretty what, sorry? Boring. Oh, okay. And yeah. Falling, so. <laughs> but yeah, that trick about yeah. expensive hotel lobbies, I think a lot of people do that. So. <laughs> of course, SEMA <laughs> is there all the time. I was, I know, like, we've kind of gone past that scene, but I did like the don't touch my hairline. Between LTW and her husband. Sometimes I'm like, oh, you oh. can always spot when there's a black writer. <laughs> oh, there definitely was. They have the lady who I still haven't looked up, but this week they had Samantha Irby because she goes yeah. back and forth um, writing for them. I have one of her books. I think she writes books too. Yeah, um, she does. I have two of her books, I think. I think she wrote Meaty and then there's a, is it We're Never Getting Together or something? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just yeah, like that very, throwaway line. <laughs> yeah, that scene was very meta. Um, apparently he wore the actual costume that he had for Hamilton. For Hamilton. <laughs> so, um, uh, it was a, they're very cute. I really like what they're doing with LTW and her husband. Yes, yes. And I don't know. Sometimes I get a whole like a knot in my stomach because I feel like they're gonna. Well, it's not that deep for it to be a knock, because no offense, <laughs> it's still a show. But um, I just always feel like they're gonna make them like quarrel or split up or whatever. So even when he didn't wear the costume and kind of like was being weird at the party, and I like that they always seem to fix it, quote unquote, in the next scene. So I thought it was nice to see like his playful side where he could be himself at home and not being watched all the time in public. Because that is an exhausting way to live. So, so yeah. What uh, what would you do? Oh no, continue. Yeah, sorry. Um. Yeah, they talked about that. Like I think I mentioned in the last episode that they're not trying to break them up or anything. They're just trying to keep things as normal mm-hmm. as possible as a couple with them. Um. And then they touched a little bit on why he didn't dress up. That this is just them showing the sides of them as a couple where she's from a free-spirited stuff and then he's still like we shouldn't forget that he's from a hoity-toity family so they feel like now that he's running for controller if he's in like some costume or whatever he's worried about what people say and he's not going to be taken seriously so that was on purpose just to show their differences and how they're able to like also just work through it and not make it like this big deal and stuff 
That's a good point. And there wasn't like bludgeoning, bludgeoning, can't say that word, you over the head with it. It was well done. Yeah, and then made up for it, you know, later mm-hmm. at night. Yeah, so it was cool. So I was, um, yeah, I was going to ask you, what would you do if I'm out called out an erectile dysfunction pump for a one night stand? Honestly, I don't know. It's funny, I had yeah. that question for you. Oh, you um, did? I, I, yeah, I had not Sorry, before we go back, I want to say, like, at the bar, I like how Naya made it very clear that she's only doing chocolate men. Yes. <laughs> and he was cute, that guy. He's not really my type, a bit too smooth for me, but it works for her. So I'm happy she got some. Yeah. Um, It's easy to say, I'd be like, oh, I'm not going, blah, 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 blah. But I think this dives into something eventually that Seema mentioned is like as you get older and you realize the scope of things you're not going to get 100% of everything and then you start measuring what's important to you and she already thought he was cute and they have fun although it was the first time do you just ditch it even though what this is goes back to what I say where they don't make the characters consistent yeah. last episode we saw her leave someone because oh I don't have time to do this blah blah blah, blah and I'm out this episode, she's saying, well, he's fun and everything, and I'll just give it a chance, and I get B-plus sex anyways for most of them and all that kind of stuff. It doesn't seem consistent with Seema that she stayed to me. Yeah, that's an interesting point. I actually forgot about her, like, just ditching. Because I was, I was also going to say that I liked her pragmatism about, like, dating options. Like, there's technically something wrong with everybody, right? So you just have yeah. to figure out what you can deal with. But yeah. yeah, I actually didn't think about how quick she was. What was his name? John Marcos? I can't remember. No, John Marcos was a hairdresser. Um, the other guy. Zed, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, that isn't consistent at all, actually, now you think about it. I don't know what I would do. I, I don't know. I guess it kind of defeats the purpose because there's a one-night stand. But... If it wasn't a one-night stand, I feel like I'd maybe be okay with or more amenable to it because it's something I would expect you to tell me or discuss with me before we had sex. Like, don't spring that shit on me. But then when do you do that if you're having a one-night stand? So now I'm thinking, does this man carry it with him? Or then, because they were in her house, right? Um, I just thought they went up to the hotel, but I'm not sure. Maybe they did. Well, so where did he have it? Like in his pocket, in his car? Okay. Like I don't, I don't get it. That's why I think it was the hotel. I don't know because the point they made was like they're there, they're expensive, they usually have a hotel and they can afford it and blah blah blah. So I just thought they went up to his room, but I guess the second time it seemed like it was the same place. And the second so, time must have been at her house because she pulls out toys from her. Oh yeah, yeah. That's true. yeah. So that's why I'm so a bit I, confused. But to your point, um, to your point, I think that he said it at the right time. They just met, they were making out, and he's like, hey, this happens every now and sometimes. I suffer from erectile dysfunction, then he brought it out, and that was it. And he yeah. doesn't seem embarrassed by it. And then I thought about it, should he be embarrassed by it? It's not his fault. Yeah, he shouldn't be, but people are, unfortunately. Yeah. But I did like his matter of factness, so. 
Yeah. I was trying yeah. to place him. I was like, he seems so familiar. Okay. I, I used to watch Guiding Light when I was younger, so he was from mm. my soap opera days. That's how I know him. Okay. Because he was bugging me. I actually went to IMDb because I thought I knew him from... Have you ever seen Kindergarten Cop with Arnold Schwarzenegger? No. Oh. Maybe when it was a long time ago, but I do not remember anything. Oh, uh, I used it. to watch it a lot, so I remember everything. But he, I thought he played like the abusive boyfriend in Kindergarten Cop. So I went to IMDb to confirm it, but I didn't see it in the credits. So I'm like, oh, it's not him. But he looks a little bit like he could be re- related to Ray Liotta to me. Huh. Like, it looks like one of his family members, the twinkly eyes. But yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool, though. But yeah, he looked familiar to me, too. So disappointed that it wasn't who I thought it was. <laughs> I will say I was so happy to see Peter Hammond because, like I said, he's always welcome on my screen. I just really enjoy looking at that man. Um, I like the whole storyline, actually, with him and Carrie. I feel like it reminded me a little bit of the old Carrie you know, the nervous, babbling, corny one-liners, you know, when she, like, couldn't stop talking. It just, mm-hmm. I don't know, it reminded me a little bit more of old Carrie. I think what's throwing me off is, obviously, our voices change when we get older. So Sarah Jessica Parker has an older-sounding voice. So sometimes it's the incongruence with her and the flirty Carrie throws me off a bit. But yeah. I don't know, this episode, it didn't bother me as much. Do you get what I'm saying? I don't want to sound yeah. ageist, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just the combination of her cutesy with the voice doesn't quite go anymore. Exactly. It's exactly. not like BB-ish um, anymore. But mm-hmm. I feel like old Carrie made an appearance. Like, yes. first of all, standing in the bike lane and then mm-hmm. there just babbling and then ruining somebody's life and thinking it's like a cute mm-hmm. story, you know, the thing and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, I felt bad for him, but I'm glad like she went to urgent care um, with, him. with him um, and that she stayed. I know everyone seems surprised that she stayed. I'm like, mm, I think she has an obligation to. I nope. feel like it's, I feel like maybe it's a New York thing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Where people are like, why would you do it? But I would have stayed if I'd run someone, well, not run someone over, cause someone to crash and, like, <laughs> he broke their wrist. I would definitely make sure they're okay. But she did say later she was scared of being sued, so maybe that was her initial motivation. <laughs> and honestly, she should have paid. Yes, I think so, too. I think so, too, because she didn't know his financial situation at the time. Obviously, he's loaded, but she didn't know at the time. But yeah, I can. I hope he makes a reappearance. I was kind of sad that he ended so quickly. I'm like, so you can't give him time to work on this super important project and then come back? But. I don't think he's coming back. But he's one of the few people that I think was a good chemistry with her. He seemed, yeah. for lack of a better word, age appropriate. I don't know what that means, but they just seem suited. Yes. Because the other post- podcast producer guy that she was sleeping with, he's really good looking to me, but there was no chemistry. I think you mentioned it at the time, like none whatsoever. But with her and this guy, George, that's his character's name, sorry. Um, I could see them like, not maybe not being together forever, but like dating. I feel like they suit. 
yeah. So it just made me sad. But I don't think he's making an appearance again because mm. I think Aiden is coming. So. Oh God, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm actually interested to see how they're gonna handle this whole storyline. So the oh God wasn't like I don't want to see this man, but I really hope they give us something different from. 20 years ago so yeah I want to talk about Miranda and Che again the hug Miranda gave Che at the end when Che asked so Che um got bad feedback about her pilot uh, about their pilot sorry with Tony Danza Tony Danza got good feedback but Che's character didn't and Che's like super upset. Miranda's being Miranda trying to cheer them up by any means necessary. And yeah, maybe Miranda was doing too much because I feel like if I was that devastated, I'd also be like, girl, calm down. We can do the cheerleading part tomorrow, you know? Let me just be sad today. But Che's clearly pushing Miranda away. And in my head, I just keep thinking, Miranda, why are you so desperate to be with this person? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. The whole, oh, can I give you a hug before Miranda left, it just made me really sad because it just makes Miranda look like she has low self-esteem. And I never yeah. really got that vibe from Miranda. And it's, I don't like it. I want it to be over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was oh. like, Miranda was being annoying, but at the same time, it's almost like Che has broken her down. Like, you just keep yelling. I just, you're just mean to her. Like, even the whole thing going back to when she was schlepping from here to Brooklyn to make food for Brady and come back, she just kept saying, sorry, sorry, like, you are mm-hmm. awake until 4.30. At the time, I was like, do we know the age difference between Che and Miranda? Because I'm trying to understand why Che is acting like a 20-year-old frat boy. Mm-hmm. But later on, when she starts yelling, she's 46-year-old, it's her life. I guess the age difference is, like, 11 years? Oh, so Miranda's... They're all 55. Yeah, 56 or whatever. So, um, yeah. So just every time, like, Miranda's like, oh, am I saying the wrong thing? Am I saying the right thing? And then even when they were at dinner at the, I don't know, Indian place? Mm -hmm. They were eating curry. I think it was Indian food. Yeah, Miranda seemed... Oh, yeah, cut up in Thai, sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Miranda was all, like, hesitant and not confident, like, to tell her what she wants to say. Which, by the way, Miranda's hair was fantastic. And that's... Yes! Did, but it was great. I love her super, and I liked her outfit as well. Yeah. So, it's just... She just always yelling at Miranda. Miranda just, I'm sorry. What should I do? Blah, blah, blah. Like, they kind of made her the bumbling idiot that we said Steve was. And I'm like... It's not fun to watch at all. But she just seems broken down. And like you said, I don't like it. And I don't know why they're forcing Che on us. Yes. And that person that was critiquing Che seemed like it was a play on Che. And it seemed very meta, like it was a focus group because we all hate Che. So are they just piling up on them? Like, I don't know. I think Again, it was definitely what are we meta. Doing with this character? Can yeah. we get rid of her? Can we get rid of them so that Miranda can spread her wings? And if this yes. is a patch she's going on sexuality, let's bring someone else the same way Carrie is exploring her dating life. 
and Sima is, and let's bring other people. But the audience doesn't like Che. Che doesn't even like Che. So what are we doing here? <laughs> Thank you. I wish I could clap for you a million times over. It's just sad to me. And it just, we talk about people us not recognising people from, like, previous seasons. Miranda is by far the most egregious one. Like, you're telling me after all this time, she has, she never, she never even had this much of low self-esteem in the original series. So, like, what? And I get it. You're, you're right. Miranda's like a walking apology. Apologetic to Brady, to Steve, to Che. But it's not fun to watch. Apologetic to her friends. Do you know what I mean? Like, we don't want to see this. It's not nice. Please give her a backbone again. And even, like, yeah. I appreciate what she's doing for Brady because, obviously, it's a tough time for him. But he's also not... It's not like he's eight. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like... He can't wake himself up, so you have to schlep to Brooklyn to wake him up. Isn't he, like, what, 17, 18? Yeah. I don't know. And also, Steve is in the house. Why can't Steve wake him up? And I know you feel bad because you're the one that screwed him over, but this is your child. You can share parenting duties without you having to wake up at 5 a.m. to do this ridiculous, like, song and dance. I don't know. Something needs to change quickly because it's really unpleasant to watch. I was also curious why Steve's the one moving out. I feel like they mentioned it, I can't lie, either last season or this season, because I remember them talking about living arrangements, but I can't remember what they said. I mean, uh, she hates Brooklyn, so why would she want to stay there? Uh, so yeah, because like, until Steve finds a place and I was like, you're going to move back to Brooklyn? Like, I don't know. Maybe she's going it. to love it. So we're saying about whether they're still in the original house or not. (laughs) And it seems to be far from her school. So I don't get what the advantage is. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really have anything else to add. I will say I love Seema's all-white outfit. (laughs) One of my favorite outfits of the season so far. When she was talking to Carrie about the penis pump guy. In Um, the car? That's what caused her. No, when she's walking down the street. And that's what causes Carrie to stop. And have George Ash. Yeah. She looks sensational. I was like, yes, outfit. Just stuck out at me. Did you have anything else to add? Yeah, I think, uh, what was I going to say? I mentioned last episode that Charlotte seems to be the comedic, whatever, but it seems like she's also back to acting like season one. Like, there's just a lot of, but Harry, but Rock, no. We won't do that. I don't, I don't know what it is, but I think we're back to that. And I, I, I don't know if I'm a fan. I don't know where I am on that. It's just off. Man, I like really disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I liked her this, this episode. <laughs> it's so funny how we're like on completely different pages. I don't know. I like because I, I literally thought oh, this reminds me of the old Charlotte when she was watching um, Rock do the modeling even how she dressed and head to toe vintage Ralph Lauren her mannerisms reminded me of the old Charlotte and when she explained to Harry it was like do you want to fuck up your relationship with your daughter by being the cool I don't know it just struck me as very Charlotte like it didn't seem like he was a stranger that's so funny (laughs) that's fair (laughs) yeah um when Naya 
it was very unclear. I mean, now I know now, but at the first time when she came out the hotel, I couldn't tell if she spent the night or not. But did you catch the doorman like smirking or ogling her? I didn't know what it was, but oh, I didn't actually. Yeah, when she walked out and was so proud of herself, he was just ogling her and all that kind of stuff. Um, good for her. So what? This is a third man she's ever slept with. It must feel so weird, right? Or actually, we don't know if she slept with her high school boyfriend. But I always feel like people who've been with one person for decades, like the first time you sleep with somebody else must be so strange. Yeah, we know she did because she said she'd only seen two dicks. The guy yeah. in the UN, whatever, then mm-hmm. Andre. She yeah, says she's was... seen two dicks. Doesn't mean she slept with him. Just saying. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, um, other than that, um, I thought that George's apartment warehouse i don't know what that is i just kept thinking is that a realistic place in new york i don't know about new york real estate so i just didn't know it was just huge ridiculously huge you know you always see like people who have random like rent control apartments that's been in the family for however many years so maybe it's one of them but then in new york is that there you let us know yeah honestly it was just more about the layout because from the outside didn't even give an inkling as to what it would be when Carrie miraculously just got his information and showed up mm-hmm. and all of that. So, yeah. Um, I really thought that, it was going to be um, he was going to because when she was filling out his information it's like, oh, we're like on the same street but different cross sections. I thought he was going to be poor because when she was opening the door initially look didn't look very nice and then she walks obviously into this huge cavernous space. And yeah. obviously that was the whole point, right, to misdirect us because we thought we were supposed to think he was broke. He can't afford to pay his bills. But, yeah. Yeah. What were you well, saying, they're, they're chugging along really quickly because I think we get, is it eight or ten episodes? And we're already um, on five, so. Yeah. See where this goes. Cynthia, Cynthia Nixon directed this episode, so. Oh, she did? Good for her. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you guys tell us. It's definitely my favorite episode of the season so far, is Tane's worst episode. So, you guys let us know. No, Maybe you fall somewhere in the middle. was my worst. No, you no, said no. it was the most boring. Yes, but it's not my worst. My worst was probably one. Oh, one okay, or two, sorry. I can't remember. Yes. Three mm-hmm. was my favorite. What happened yeah, in three? three? I'm trying to remember. Three was the one when they all met for the first time and they were all friends. Oh, and yes, yes. Yeah. That was the one yes. that I like the best. But yeah, it just seemed like it was just ho hum. That's all. Yeah. A lot happened. Yeah, nothing. A lot happened, but nothing like groundbreaking. But I kind of like that. I'm gonna be real with you. But yeah. But yeah, can you please tell the people where they can find us? You can find us in the rewatch times two t h e r e w a t c h x two on Instagram, on Twitter, and by email at gmail.com and please give us a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts, particularly on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>